So they are having fun with it. Yeah, the British yeah. man is like shouting at them about how gross this is and how improper, <laughs> and they just smile and give them a thumbs up. <laughs> you are listening to End of Love Remains, a unique show spotlighting people, ideas, science, culture, and art. Your host, Mike Lovett. Mike Lovett. Part 2 of our epic recap of the epic movie, RRR. In a way, gives up his all-encompassing goal, that goal happens. Right, right. That's, no. Yeah, it's, it's almost zen. Yeah, yeah. In that he, he lets it go, and then it comes around. Right. So, um, okay, so we have this beautiful friendship blossoming. Um, I mean, there's some... There's some lady folk involved, and it's like, yeah. like in it's, a three-hour movie, kind of... we are at 42 minutes, <laughs> right? No, yeah, um, and which which brings us to a it's an amazing dance number, right? Mm. So, so Beam, um, Beam sees this woman. So the only the, good British. Let's see, so he meets her in the context of. Um, there's some Indian workers who are lining up outside the palace. That's right. Yeah. To basically to prepare for this, this huge party that's coming up. Right. Right. And at that point, the party is probably a week or two away. Um, and one of them doesn't have, um, doesn't, doesn't have his ID on it, which get out of line. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) But no, instead he tries to explain to the worst person ever, <laughs> the British, the, the, most evil. <laughs> that that um, he he forgot it, and so the guy just starts beating him. Like yeah. he's not going to let him in anyway. So why are you beating him? But he is right, and so Jenny stops him, and and the guy's like, he didn't bring his ID, and she's like, there's no reason to treat him like this, right? <laughs> right. So you know, she's like, go go, just go, <laughs> and. Uh, Beam sees this and says, oh, she seems she seems kind hearted. Um, and it's interesting because I don't know if at that point he sees her as anything other than a means to an end. It's interesting. I don't know that either. Because at first, at, sometimes when I and I've only seen it twice, unlike you two fanatics. <laughs> um, but uh, but but I like I'm not sure if if I put together that he even realizes that she lives in the big house yet. She came out of it. Oh, okay, so she, she did came out he, of it. Okay, so he, you're right. He probably and he did. very clearly says she seems kind-hearted. I can use she, she may she may be our way in. Yeah, in the words of Ronald Reagan, you know, this is somebody that maybe we can work with. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> let's go talk to Jenny. Right. Uh, Except you know they don't speak the same language. Not even a little. Which bit. is hilarious. I mean, yeah. it's so having, like, innocent. Having spent nearly thirty years married to a woman who, when we first started dating, we really didn't speak the same language. Um, I can relate. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only yeah. word that we definitely know she knows is memsab. Memsab, <laughs> because right. she tells him not don't, to call her call memsab. memsab. It's just Jenny. <laughs> yes. Right. Because that's what that's, a long name. <laughs> it's like a, um, it's like an honorific. Okay. She, yeah. That she doesn't, uh, she doesn't want him to apply to her. She just wants him to call her Jenny. But anyway, he, you know, so he sees her, um, 
and like he still has a goal of getting in there but now he's kind of like trying to think of how to how to talk to to jenny right and uh raju has been looking for beam but he doesn't know he's looking for <laughs> but he's got like a sketch of of beam's brother he's trying to find the brother because he, he had caught the brother before but he got away right um which is how they ended up meeting um through through circumstances um and of course before he can show the wanted poster to beam it um he actually shows it to him. This is what I think is pretty cool. Because you know that this is going to come. Right. You know that he's going to sh- like show him the picture and he's somehow not going to see it. Right? Yeah. And so he he's like, yeah, why haven't I showed you this before? He's on the back of a motorcycle and they're driving and he holds it up to him. And at that moment, they're driving by the palace and Beam looks at the palace because he wants to get in there, which interestingly is the same place that Raju keeps looking at too. Yes. Right? Yes. So as he as he looks back, of course, is it just a wind? I think it's just a wind, or, or yeah. either a wind or or something whips it out of his hand and lands in a mud puddle. So gosh darn it, we're not going to be able to show you this picture <laughs> of your brother. Um, you're just going to have to uh, to wait till I get it done again. Which in the story beat he he loses the thing and then he is walking up. And he could totally brush the mud off and show it to Beam, but he sees Beam is looking at Jenny. Right. So the story continues. He rolls up the photo because Because he wants to help his friend. Yeah. Right. So he sees Jenny and he's like, why don't you talk to her? And I I can't think how. You make an opportunity. (laughs) Right. He tells him, you know. He becomes the Tony Robbins. Right. He's like, you don't wait for an opportunity to talk to her. You create one. And, And in one of a couple of scenes where Indians can just steal stuff and not pay for it uh he he grabs like a handful of nails not exactly a theme but it does come up and you know they they he's like okay get in front of her and she's driving in her like model a or whatever that is and um he gets in front of her and uh you've only seen it twice so you might not have noticed but jenny is looking at them and then she's distracted and she looks off to the right and that's when he lets go of all of the nails. Ah. Now, Raju obviously has ESP. <laughs> because that is not the only time no. that he is looking away. Because he was looking forward. <laughs> right? So either he has ESP or or his, his namesake, right? right Lord the Roman, gods are with him. Just just has helping him out. Because, <laughs> you know, he, he drops the nails. And he's like, okay, pull over by this bench. Why do you want to pull over here? Because this is where she's going to stop. <laughs> right? And power it blows out. And they, they, they do the meet cute, right? Yeah. To use Hollywood terms. Right. Um and they, he, do, they do a whole thing. They can't understand a word, but she still invites him to a party. Fortunately, right. she hands him a written invitation, which is nice. Because <laughs> nice his, friend, on her. <laughs> his friend can read. Right. Um, and uh, and Beam, he neither reads nor writes, and he doesn't speak a word of English. Uh-huh. Um, so they're like, woohoo, let's go to the party. And Raju gives him a suit, right? Yeah. Because, I mean. And trims his beard. And trims his beard. <laughs> right. that, that's a weird kind of like he trims his beard and he puts like some pomade in his hair. <laughs> right. And it's not pomade, but it's, it's, some, it's the it's, same. It's it definitely some, says like men's hair gel. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a men's it's hair. So tonic British kind of hair thing. gel. Um, and then that's what sets up, as we all know, 
in an Indian movie, there has to be a song and dance. Yeah. There has to be. Um, and for and, those of you who don't know, there has to be. Right. <laughs> and uh, and we, we were watching some movie. I think it was a superhero Bollywood movie. It was a long time ago. But the story is going on. And then it dead stops right. Most of for do. like seven minutes for this musical sequence. It has absolutely nothing to do with the story. It's like one of those tie-in music videos where like uh, yeah. the Black Eyed Peas does a song for Spider-Man. So in the music video, <laughs> Spider-Man is seen swinging, but he's got nothing to do with the song. Right, right. So it's like that for seven minutes. And then the musical sequence is over. And then we just go back to the movie. You could cut it right out and we wouldn't miss a thing okay. yeah so that's how that usually is. well and, a lot of them and, are um and i think for most people maybe you've seen slumdog millionaire the dance number at the end is kind of what you would get in the middle right right and and i don't remember that director's name anymore but the reason why he was able to win best foreign language film that year at the Oscars was because he put the dance at the end. Right. <laughs> you, you can't just, because I don't know if you remember and we're getting you know, into that, but you know, the, the Jai Ho, the dance yeah. at the end of that movie directed by Danny Boyle. It, it has, um, it has like the bad guys are in it. Right. And that happens a lot yeah. in Indian movies. Like the bad guys are dancing and singing right alongside the good guys <laughs> in the middle of the movie. And you just want to slap them. <laughs> just stop. stop. Do it later. Some dog should have taught you something. But in this case, in RRR. Um, it's a plot beat. It, it is a plot point, right? It it almost couldn't happen the way that it did without that dance. Yeah. Right? I, I really don't think it could. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole party sequence you'd if you cut it out you'd miss a lot of the story beats about the friendship and the right and and the relationship with jenny well and you yeah and you see it i mean the bottom i mean bottom line there's a there you know there the it's the classic bad evil british man asks jenny to dance jenny kind of haha then sees beam and goes Ooh, and goes, <laughs> goes to beam says let's dance right and i don't even know what are they doing a waltz some kind of waltz it I looked like they were dancing a waltz steps. but i don't know what the uh i don't the music wasn't a waltz right and so um, they're dancing and and again the the evil british guy trips beam makes him look like a fool right and uh and it, it, it's pretty drawn out like like the the, the platter, platter which becomes important is like slowly rolling and everybody's turning and looking and beam is like oh right and beam hits the waiter the platter he's carrying falls to the ground and then for a solid minute it's just rolling right and we'll right. just they'll have a confrontation about oh this man thinks he can dance but can he do this can he do this blah right. blah blah back and forth Cut back to the silver platter, still rolling. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And it, it just should be noted that the guy is like, "Oh, but can he? Da, 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 can he do flamenco? the flamenco? <laughs> can he swing?" Uh, like, yeah. that, there's no more yeah, British was, dance in the, the swing. One? It was a uh, flamenco. I think might have been the last one that. He yeah, did. but whatever. It was like the famous. Tango? 
He did the tango. tango. He did oh, yeah, the swing. Tango. And then right. He does his little. Because if there's one down. thing Brits are famous for, <laughs> dancing, it's it's their ability to do Latin dance. <laughs> right. I mean, definitely. When you think of snobby British guys with pencil mustaches, you think that guy can probably salsa, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird, you know, and Beam is, of course, laying there. He doesn't understand a word of what this guy right, is he's saying. Just, yeah, uh, but he knows, he knows that. <laughs> he's, he's been humiliated. Um, Jenny has been kind of forced to the side by by the evil cohorts of the of the evil dance guy. And then, uh, and then, Raju. Right, yeah. The greatest wingman <laughs> in the world. For sure. Like, we should all be so lucky to have and to be a wingman as great as as Raju. Fact he, he, check. <laughs> he is the best. I mean, he blew out her tires. He, he orchestrated he, a thing he, between right, two people he, who have he, no language right. in common. He, he, he coached him right in front of her how to answer her questions. Right, right, right. So that he ended up giving her a ride on the motorcycle. Uh, he got him to the party dressed to kill. Yeah, and now he he um he just just as the platter's about to hit the ground, <laughs> he kicks it up into the air, and it lands on the drum set. <laughs> the drummer throws this chop the chopsticks <laughs> the drumsticks into the air. Wrong country, and then Raju starts banging out banging out a beat on the platter on the drums. Right, right, and the most unbelievable part, uh, the band decided to put the drummer in the middle. <laughs> Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> they put the percussions front and center, <laughs> right? That, that doesn't happen. That happened, nope, 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 <laughs> but nope. it, it did. Because right? yeah, because so that's it is what so leads perfect. into not do not do right, which is the song that did win the Golden Globe winning and Oscar winning. And which, I did not know this until I think I saw the Golden Globe acceptance speech. But the songwriter of Not Do Not Do is the director's brother. Oh, and the director's father is one of the writers. And the director's wife was the costume designer. <laughs> so it's, it's when you're watching family, this musical yeah. video and they're all wearing suspenders, which gets incorporated into the dance number, it's like this entire family is coming together to produce this great sequence. And I'm telling you, I got to get some of those suspenders because somehow they reach out like... 40 feet. I mean, they, right. they pull them out and it's just like, whoa, those sure. are elastic. Those are good <laughs> elastic suspenders, which were very popular in 1920. Right. <clears throat> so Raju bangs it out on the drums, gets everybody's attention, and then tosses the drums back to the drummer. And then he just keeps the beat going. Right. It's like a Cuban guy or something. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, he's definitely very dark black. Right. right? He's African descent. But... I mean, he has to have come from Cuba. Yeah, you, something like Right? Starts banging on those drums, baby. And Def, then, yeah, he got that rhythm pretty quick. <laughs> so he goes up to the British guy, and this is where something interesting happens, depending on the translation, because he says, not salsa, not flamingo, my friend, do you know? And in the Telugu language version, he says, natu, which is the name of the song, natu, natu, and when they're singing the song, all of the words are translated except for not to, which makes me think that it's not like a real word in, in that it's just kind a of name. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it doesn't have a translation. Unless you're watching the Hindi version where he says, Not salsa, not flamenco, my brother. Do you know Desi Notch? 
and I'm not sure what Bezzy Notch is, <laughs> but it doesn't come up in the song. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think how that would work with the... <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's such a beautiful scene, and really yeah. the whole movie is tied together in, in ways that... Um, there's, there's so many movies that if you watch them a second time, and I gotta, I gotta admit, like eight out of ten, maybe, maybe twenty out of twenty five movies that I watch, like I never want to see them again. Yeah. Um. Even the ones, even if you like them, it's like yeah, yeah, I right. saw it. Yeah, I saw it, but I'm not gonna get anything out of a second viewing. Right. But like, there's so much to see. It's yeah. so much movie. What I love about the musical sequence is that once it is a musical, it is totally a musical. They are teleporting (laughs) around the scene against all known laws of logic and science. But that's just how it is. And then they're over at the front gates because this is the best framing to do these dance moves. And the bad guys are in the background doing this like Broadway musical, I'm a background actor, but just in case anyone's looking at me, I have to bring my all. It definitely turns into Seven Brides and Seven Brothers at this moment. Where it's this total dance off and right. and excellent choreography. The choreography's great. I saw an interview with I think it was Ram Sharan. Not with King Solomon. <laughs> That's a stunt man. Oh. Stunt director. Oh yeah, he's a over. stunt director. Sorry. Um they were doing these takes, like dozens of takes for this one dance move, because the director is like it. We can do more. We can do better. It can be sharper. It can be faster. It's like, oh, we're so tired. But then you see it in the edit, and yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It was totally worth it. If you spent three months trying to do that dance sequence, that'd be worth it. And and once again, at the end, it's Raj that sacrifices his pride mm-hmm. to help Beam get his mm-hmm. lady. Right. <laughs> and in that classic melodramatic fashion, when, when it is happening um they know that it's not really life and death and they also know that they are totally winning so they are having fun with it yeah the british man is like shouting at them about how gross this is and how improper (laughs) and they just smile and give them a thumbs up (laughs) because we're still dancing we're having fun we know we're gonna win (laughs) right yeah it was just joyous yeah right? there's just a lot of joy that's a great word yeah in there and and uh again this occurred to me only after watching it for a few times but um is this on that... your fifth or sixth three watch <laughs> <No>. <laughs> whatever <laughs> uh, it uh that might be the first time that this whole relationship between beam and raju it might be the first time raju has actually been focused on something other than a grand plan for four oh. years yeah yeah right like he has been gone from his village for four years focusing on this plan and he is a single-minded individual oh yeah for sure but at this moment he's just he's helping, helping this one guy right he's just helping out a friend which i don't think he's done for a while as a character yeah yeah and i think i think that uh maybe on a subliminal or or subliminal is the wrong word but on a subconscious level you might kind of know that first time you watch it but it didn't didn't make it i think it's a great insight my mind it definitely like even if you don't notice it when it is happening when uh i mean this is kind of jumping ahead me come back and forth from the dance sequence but when 
Jenny is driving away and he sees the color on the back of her car and he remembers that the guy he's looking for had paint that same color and it just kind of slams into the audience that we're back on the mission. Right. Yeah. Like for that whole sequence, it is its own self-contained story and you're with it and you're loving it and it's going and then bam, right back into... Right, he's right back on the mission and he is as intense as ever. Right. Really intense. Really, <laughs> yeah. Really. Well, because really he all of a sudden, I think he goes, oh, I think I can find this guy now. I know where to look. Right, right. And I'm jumping around as much as they did in the dance. But um, <laughs> if you go back to where, uh, you know, there was a moment where Beam, who has been pretending to be Muslim this whole time. Yeah. Um, I don't know how obvious that is to... Uh, Maybe people who haven't been to India, um, but he's you know he's definitely wearing traditional Muslim garb, right? And he he uh, he introduces himself as Akhtar, um, but he's working at the uh, at the mechanics, right? And uh, you know the huge fat British guy, um, <laughs> pre deer encounter. Um, <laughs> uh, you know he's uh, he's like. He gets mad because he's gotten embarrassed in front of his girlfriend, who's the worst girlfriend ever because she's British. Right. And she's laughing at him openly. Right. <laughs> because he didn't know that there was a switch right. on the motorcycle, reserve. right? It was 100%. on like the reserve tank and that yeah. tank was empty, whatever. What but he's the point is is that Beam can crush this guy. Right. And all of his friends. Yeah. Without breaking a sweat. But the British guy is just beating him, pummeling him, um, and berating him, and he just takes because that's not what he's there for. Right. He's there to get to Mali, and he's not going to sacrifice the people around. Him. See, I think that's another interesting theme that that of of like these both of these guys are so single minded, and their friendship. It's almost like their friendship is is a separation like it's it, it it's they they um it's almost like its own story it's its own oh it's thing. definitely its own story it's yeah. its own thing and uh, and and even the, and, and uh, there's a clear distinction between like even you mentioned before when he's about to show him the picture and you know, and it, it, it it's almost like it's not allowed for those things to come right. together until the time is right. Right. And you see contrivances like that in movies all the time. Right. right. But it's just so clear. It's so right. just. It, it really is. And, and it just didn't feel as forced as probably anything that I've seen in yeah. 10 years. Well, there, there's a beautiful scene where Raj is talking to Beam about his um about his fiance and they're sitting see, there. Mm-hmm. And they're just, and he's just saying like, I'm just, I love this woman, and I just, I can't, you know, we're separated, and and I can't remember wh- if they even mentioned why they're apart. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but it's you know, but you could just feel this genuine friendship, love, and and 
And you think Beam would be the same kind of wingman Raj, and he ends up being, as a matter of fact, right? <laughs> in a way. Yeah, you are correct. He definitely he puts at least as much into helping Raju get back with Sita, yeah, as Raj put into uh, to Jenny. Yeah, <laughs> Jenny. 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 <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why it just feels right to do the Forrest Gump. <laughs> um, so, so Beam, you know, Beam, even in pursuit of of uh, Mali, he won't let anybody else get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. He's going to protect them. He's he's got to find a way in. That lets him get in, get her, and get out without sacrificing anybody else. Yeah. Raju has a goal for which he is willing to crush anyone in his way. Yeah. They're two very different approaches. And you're right. They're both single-minded in their pursuit, right? But uh, Beam is the purer of heart. Yeah. Well, that scene yeah. you mentioned is so great because the, the the father's like, why don't you get angry with him? When I, when the British guy's beating him, the, the the person he's staying with says, why aren't you getting angry with him and, and pummel him? He's like, well, then I'd bring that anger upon you. Like, I would bring that back to you. I don't, I'm not going to hurt you. Right. You know? Right. The Brits would definitely come down on that place. Yeah. So even though they're Muslim and he's not, they are helping him and he's protecting them. Right. So... I mean, that's, but I think it's too fundamental. And it's another way that the two are fundamentally different in their approach. Um, but it's also a way that they both kind of change. Not that, not the beams becomes, I'll crush anyone in my path, but they do kind of evolve together. Right. Yeah. They're definitely become, they, they, I mean, they become stronger together, <laughs> you For know? Sure. So where are we at? In the, uh, so Jenny invites so Jenny invites Beam to the big house. Right, invites her to the big house, which has been his goal forever. Right, right. So the dance wasn't at the big house, but she drives over there, and that's when she says, "In two days, my uncle is coming." And and in as he as she drives him into the big house where Mali is being held, and held is the right word. Um, he goes through the airlock kind of gates, right? right. Like they got a small set of doors on the outside, and once those are closed, they open another heavier, bigger set of doors. Yeah, on the I wouldn't inside. have called those first doors. I wouldn't have called small. them small, <laughs> but they are definitely wooden on the outside and steel or steel reinforced on yeah. the inside. So yeah. it's just security measures. No one gets through the second door until the first door is closed. <laughs> and I look, Jenny. She's just like. I don't know why. It seems so ridiculous that we have two sets of doors. Right, right. And oh, you'll find out. Beam doesn't understand a word of it. Right. But if he could, he'd have been like, I got an idea. <laughs> I'll show these so, people why they need these doors. So, you know, the abbreviated version, too late, is... Um, finds Molly. He gets in there, he finds Molly, and she doesn't understand why he can't just take her now. But he can't, right? Right. He, he can't take her now. Um, he doesn't have a key. Uh, even if he figured out how to break into there, he'd have to fight his way back out of there. And I don't think he's ready for that yet. Yeah. He knows that if he comes back, he can get in, get her, and get out. And right now, he does not have a plan. Right. And he doesn't have a... Yeah, he can't mm-hmm. be sure that he could get her out. 
So, so that happens. Right. Um, meanwhile, Raju has found his brother, Beam's brother, and is is torturing him for yeah. at least two days. At least two he's days. He's him beating him with days. a stick, and we know it's got to be two days because he found him after the party. When she says that Governor Scott is coming back in two days, and then the next time we, I think we come back to them, um, is when everything goes down at the party. So he must have been beating him for two, two and a half days. Right. Which again, it, we 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 discover that apparently everybody in India has superpowers. <laughs> because <laughs> right, we discover that that um, Beam's brother is he really his brother? I don't know I don't because know. they call each other brother right. all the time. So I don't know. But his brother has also the ability to um, not only summon a snake, but wait for the moment when the snake, which is behind his back, tries to strike and catch it midair um, without seeing it at all. Right. So, I mean, definitely superpowers. And again, in the disclaimer, snake. Snake. (laughs) This is one snake, and it was not hurt. (laughs) So get off my back, Vita. Right. So, you know, hijinks ensue. Um, Raju gets bit by the snake. Yes. The bandit crate. The bandit Not crate. even the British have an antidote. Which is important, right? Mm. Yes. Um, and then facing his, his own imminent demise, um, Raju gives up his quest. He, he kind of sort of cuts the ropes he's he's like i cut the ropes a little bit you'll be able to get out in a day or two right Right. (laughs) again if if this is your first time watching it that's just a fascinating character moment he's going to die he will never get this special officer so he just lets Lets it go go. he just says goodbye and when you rewatch it and now you know why he wants to be an officer it's got that tint of tragedy because I'm never going to fulfill the promise. Never going to see But I'm going Sita. to die trying. Right. Yeah. So, so. So it's a great character moment, and it changes the second time you watch it. I personally, and, and I don't know how long we've been talking, but uh, for people listening, it probably feels like days. But, um, <laughs> um, There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> you know, you can't say too much about the, the cinematography of this movie. Um and there's this moment and and the where Raju is dying on the street, right? Yeah. He's dying. He knows he's dying. He's like crawling on mm-hmm. the sidewalk. And you can see him, but he's in the background and Beam and his family are talking about it has to be tonight. Make sure the truck is ready. Right. right. We're, We're gonna going. go get Molly. <clears throat> and you you see them crossing the street and they don't ever look his way. But you see him in the background, and it's just such a beautiful shot. It's beautifully yeah. pictured, and like uh, you see what's going on, but it also communicates their like their cognizance. This that's not what they know about that is happening, and as the audience, we can see it, but they don't even register. Right, and 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 you're, the feeling is Beam's going to miss out. Not even in the in his quest, single minded quest to get Molly. He may miss out on the death of his friend. Yeah. Right. So fortunately, there's a pot. <laughs> Raju finds a pot and he quickly taps out. Not two, not two. Beam is like, what? So he goes and, you know, magic herbs 
I know how leaves work. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. It throws some kind yeah. of liquid over a hot coal right. and that heats up. I, I do. I do. Thought like the drinking from the hot coal is pretty cool. Right. <laughs> right. It was definitely like that's got to taste good. Um, but I think that was an interesting moment to me because his brother was was like. You know, the British, the great and powerful British, the most powerful force that we can imagine has no cure. Yeah. So you who are working for the British, you're doomed. Right. right. But this illiterate tribal knows how to save him. Yeah. And he does. Spoiler. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have watched the movie. <laughs> and, and this, and this we, we come to like the... Uh, um, Climax. Well, not the climax. It's, Crossroads. It, it's the it's intersection. The ab- yeah, it's the the fulcrum of the movie happens right here. You are listening to "And If Love Remains." First of twenty-three installments requested by Doctor Levitt trying to be in compliance here because we're taking him and that whole organization down. 